1: Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get ready for Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren.
2: The thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are thoughts and opinions only Warren, And each week on this show, I'll be bringing you brand new, mind-blowing content, news, exercises, and weird experiments you can do at home. And a lot more on this edition of the show, if you are cursed. Now think about this. If you have ever said a blessing of any kind because you felt it might do something good then there is no reason that you should not believe in curses. A curse is simply the opposite of a prayer or a blessing. You can't have one without the other. And every single year on numerous occasions, I receive emails similar to this one that I got a few days ago. The subject line is I need help exclamation point. And I don't want to give the lady's name, But she, this is, uh, I'm going to read exactly what she wrote. I am clearly cursed. I even had a longtime coworker make a comment on how bad my luck is. And then in all caps, please help me exclamation point or guide me to someone. And then she says something about her blankety blank luck. (laughs) And, um, you know, what's funny is, okay, I figured I, I get so many of these that, uh, I may as well go ahead and do a show about this topic because even if you don't believe that you are cursed, well, maybe, you know, somebody who is, is seeking help out there, seeking some wisdom, some guidance, they don't know how to start, who has any kind of, uh, you know, or any kind of reputable advice. And so, uh, you can just forward, uh, or, or or you know send a link to this uh person uh this free podcast and it will help this person out right and in a moment i will tell you more about my particular opinion of curses, and I'm going to go over some specific things that I think are are helpful if you're in this kind of a situation, if you have this kind of mindset. But first off, let's just start with the basics. I think that's always the best way to begin. And let's just go right to the Wikipedia definition of a curse, okay? Now, it says a curse, and listen to this, there are a bunch of weird words for curse that I never even knew also called an imprecation, malediction, hex, execration, malison, anathema, or combination. Okay. A curse is any expressed wish that some form of adversity or misfortune will befall or attached to one or more persons, a place, or an object. In particular, curse may refer to such a wish. Or pronouncement made by a supernatural or spiritual power, such as God or gods, or a spirit, or a natural force, or else is some kind of spell by magic, usually black magic. Uh, in the latter sense uh, says sometimes this can be called a hex or a jinx. In many belief systems, the curse itself or the ritual is considered to have some causative force in the result. And to reverse or eliminate a curse is sometimes called removal or breaking as the spell has to be dispelled, often requiring elaborate rituals or prayers. And it breaks us down into some interesting little divisions. Uh, Historically, they say, you know, you have African-American hoodoo, which presents us with the jinx and crossed conditions uh and then we have the middle eastern and mediterranean culture uh, belief in the evil eye uh which of course is just uh, projecting something evil directly from the eyes in a very penetrating way says the uh, german people including the pennsylvania dutch speak in terms of hexing which is from the word hexen that's the german word for doing witchcraft but you know we're talking about traditions that go way back they move on here to egyptians and mummies There is a broad popular belief in curses being associated with the violation of tombs of mummified corpses or of the mummies themselves. The idea became so widespread as to become a pop culture mainstay, especially in horror films. And uh, they gave some examples of that. Of course, we have various archaeologists who are involved with the King Tut. Uh, situation who many believe are the victim victims of uh, of a curse. Uh, then it says here in the Bible <clears throat> excuse me, in the Bible, uh, according to the Catholic encyclopedia article cursing, which they uh, they cite here, the Bible depicts God cursing the serpent, the earth, and Cain in Genesis. Uh, similarly, Noah curses Canaan, and Joshua curses the man who should build the city of Jericho and uh, says in the Bible, there are a long list of curses against transgressors of the law. You could even talk about the 10 plagues of Egypt, for example, in the new Testament, Christ curses the barren fig tree um, and pronounces his denunciation of woe against the incredulous cities against the rich, the worldly. Anyway, then they go on to objects Cursed objects are generally supposed to have been stolen from their rightful owners or looted from a sanctuary. The hope diamond is supposed to bear such a curse and bring misfortune to its owner. Um, and then, of course, they talk about plot devices and movies, etc. So, OK, again, it's just like it's the idea that a thought is a thing and a good thought can create a positive effect and a bad thought can create a negative effect. It's not ultimately that much more complicated. And let me just point out that if you believe that you are cursed, the, you should stop right, right for a moment and listen to this and think about this. You may be unconsciously or subconsciously creating the curse yourself via self-fulfilling prophecies. Now, this can come from some personal guilt or doubt or low self-esteem. And those are seeds that can also just be planted into your mind by someone else, uh, even unintentionally. In fact, it can be done accidentally by someone who means well, but says the wrong thing at the wrong time. So, for example, if you're about to take a test and someone says, don't worry if you don't pass the test. I'll still love you, you know, or if you're <laughs> or if you're going to get a job, if you're going to apply for a job and the person says, hey, don't worry if you don't get that job, you'll find another one, you know, like they just say they, they, they're they trying to say something supportive, but they're planning this negative possibility in your mind. And uh, of course, uh, I that that has a lot to do with really in general, the victim mentality in my book, use the force, a Jedi's guide to the law of attraction on page 87, I wrote, it is just as important to avoid the negative feelings in yourself as it is to resist those that come from others. In fact, for many, it is actually easier to stay away from the bad input of friends or family than it is to avoid the dark things that haunt us inside wherever we go and whatever we do. Remember that in order to project good energy, you need to attract more good energy. You must forgive everyone, including yourself. And though you may have been a victim in the past, you must accept that you are not a victim now. Furthermore, you will not ever be one again. All must feel good and compassionate inside you. If you have hatred towards someone or you fear another, you must stop feeling that way. Pay attention to where you are right this moment and do not allow those feelings of anger or fear to swell up inside you. Whenever you feel it happening, strongly switch to positive thoughts from your past, what I call the memory bank of good experiences. Dwell on that and allow only those visions to place an aura of protection around you. Of course, if you go to my website, you can download, use the Force of Jedi's Guide to the Law of Attraction. But that's very important. And, you know, you always have to trust your instincts. Uh, you generally speaking, something bad and negative makes you tense up and withdraw. And something that is good makes you relax and expand. And if you are feeling like that everything is attacking you, one of the simplest things that you can do is actually try to, uh, stay away from things that make you feel bad. I mean, literally, whether it's news, media, people, a job, you might have to do something drastic. You might have to quit a job, or you might have to cut somebody out of your life, but do it if you can, especially for a limited period of time until you strengthen yourself again. And But the self-fulfilling prophecy thing is very important. In fact, I did a whole episode about it. Go back and listen to episode 56 which is called How to Create Power with Self-Fulfilling Prophecies. Uh, When we come back, though, I'm going to tell you about, well, some other people who have been cursed. And I'm going to get specific with you, though, and tell you some techniques you can play with and experiment with. Uh, But listen to this now. You know what? I'm giving away free stuff to people who subscribe to my free e-newsletter or follow me on Twitter. I've given away a handmade magic wand, a crystal ball, a UFO abduction kit, a bidet. Yes, a bidet. You never know what I'm going to give away next. And uh, I also do experiments, of course. In fact, later in the show, I'm going to give you an update on an experiment that I did. The results... Uh, based upon my e-newsletter subscribers. It's amazing, I think. Uh, All you have to do if you want to be a part of all this is go to joshuapwarren.com. There's no period after the P. Put your email address into the little bank there where you subscribe to the the e-newsletter. Hit submit. Boom. You will instantaneously get an automated email with some free links to free goodies from me. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren, and uh, you will be able to enjoy and participate projects that I don't necessarily even bring up on this show. I am Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeart Radio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. There's more strange things
0: coming right up.
3: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings
1: You're listening to the iHeart Radio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.
2: Welcome back to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren, beaming into your wormhole brain from my studio in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, where every day is golden and every night is silver. Now, once again, if you are dealing with a curse, Go back and listen to episode 56 of this podcast called How to Create Power with Self-Fulfilling Prophecies and make sure that, you know, you are not creating this curse yourself. And sort of a companion to that, almost a part two in a way that you should listen to is uh, episode 77 of this show, which is called How You Can Use Placebo Power Now. Because self-fulfilling prophecy and placebo kind of go hand in hand. So I recommend you go back and listen to that. I could put together like a whole <laughs> a whole like series I guess if I just uh, so sew, sewed all these uh, podcasts together, episode 56, episode 77. anyway, listen, there is a fine line between being cursed by a person. you know somebody's got it out for you. If, if you're not doing this to yourself, so to speak, uh, or just living at a cursed location. In fact, I have studied quite a few places that I do believe uh, are cursed. And uh, I wrote about one of them in my book that was published in 2006 called Pet Ghosts Animal Encounters from Beyond the Grave. And it's it's about more than just like dogs and cats and fish and you know, it also goes into even non-human apparitions, weird weird stuff like you know, cryptids and mothman and all that. Uh if you're interested in this book, it's on Amazon uh Pet Ghost, Animal Encounters from Beyond the Grave. But anyway, I wrote about this uh and series of investigations I did in South Carolina at a farm owned by a woman named Lynn Jackson uh and, uh and her husband Mark and in the late 1990s uh they built their farm in this very rural area uh and the list of sort of paranormal negative events that followed uh is just Kind of shocking, really. Uh, for example, I'm reading from the book here. Shortly after buying the property, as their farm grew, heartbreaking events began to occur. Some of the first victims were her horses. Uh, since childhood, Lynn had dreamed of owning this particular pony, uh, or, or, or owning a pony, and that dream came true when she obtained Rebel. And, uh, you know, I tell the story of, of Rebel, And then uh, you can imagine her horror when she just walked into her haunted barn to find Rebel, a completely healthy animal, just lying there dead on the ground. And uh, even more shocking, Lynn's horse, Miss Kitty, was lying dead next to him. Uh, To this day, no one can explain how or why Rebel and Miss Kitty died, especially at the same time. And place, but things got even weirder after that. And in the book, I mean, I spend a lot of time talking about this, but I'm talking like f- fires would break out spontaneously on this property. People would become sick, terribly sick out of the blue for no reason and have all these weird symptoms. And then, and, and I kid you not, this ultimately culminated in one of the people who investigated with me dying the night after an investigation and this was uh, a, apparently a very healthy woman in her early 40s she went and did the investigation and that night she called a member of our team and said something very dark uh, was inside of her house and it was scaring her and the next morning she was dead and I don't want to go into any more details than that because, you know, there this is a sensitive subject and it, it was a terrible tragedy. Well, you know what? It turns out that if you go back and you look at the history of that property, it's horrific. This property happened to be at a spot where the early European settlers and the Native Americans were constantly fighting and they were both extremely brutal and there was a lot of torture that took place on that piece of property. And, uh, the details are, are just chilling on that. I mean, like one of the methods of torture, for example, was to take a person and, uh, tie him or her down to the ground using leather straps, little narrow leather straps that had been soaked in water so they were expanded. And so the person would uh, be stretched out there on the ground in that hot South Carolina sun and as the straps would dry, they would they would constrict and sort of slowly cut this person into jigsaw pieces until <sighs> until death. Um so anyway, that kind of a place may have so much negative energy that anything that's ever there will become cursed. And as if that weren't enough, Lynn finally sold the property. And another investigator that I knew who was a big fan and supporter of mine, we, we went on a bunch of different investigations and he came to all my events. His name was John. He bought her property because he wanted a haunted farm. And, uh, He was a truck driver, and sure enough, he was in, I think, his 40s, and out of the blue, had a heart attack and died. So, look, I have some experience with this sort of thing, so I know more than the average person. But let me just tell you, when it comes to breaking a curse, I am not a curse breaker. I have never claimed that I'm a a curse breaker or a ghostbuster. I can give advice. Uh, and that's what I'm giving you right now, but you're contacting the wrong guy. If you want me to try to break a curse for you, I don't offer those types of services, but here is some valuable advice. I will tell you one thing. If I personally were having these types of experiences, the first thing that I would do, uh, would be to go to this metaphysical tool. Cause I'm a tool guy. I want things done fast and easy. Uh, I invented, of course, something called the psionic dematerializer, a.k.a. the bad buster. And the whole purpose of the bad buster is to take negative things that are happening in your life and to put them into this tool to neutralize them. And uh, I I occasionally have them. uh, I make them sometimes in very small batches. I don't know if I have any right now or not, but if you go to my website, uh, the curiosity shop, has a video you can watch about the Bad Busters. That's the first thing. That's what I would do. I would take whatever's happening to me. I would put it in the Bad Buster, the Psionic Dematerializer, and I think that would take care of it. Um. And but also, I I hate to just keep you know telling you to go back and listen to things that I've talked about. But if you think that some of the stuff that's happening to you may be paranormally oriented, and you're just trying to stop paranormal activity altogether even if it's not necessarily scary you just don't like it um i also recorded episode 11 of this show which is how to prevent or create paranormal activity so (laughs) you should also listen to that if you're in this position so i i told you like this is, you know, the, the, like the 80 is something show I've done. I've covered a lot. So go listen to episodes 56, 77, and 11, and all those things will help you. But anyway, before I get into some of these specific techniques that you can use that any, anybody can do, if you don't want to buy a tool, if that doesn't feel right to you, maybe you don't even, you don't have the money, or that's just not a comfortable method. I'm going to tell you some very simple things that anybody can do. But I also want to mention that I think this is really, really important. Uh, I advise people to do this. I wrote about it and use the force every single day when you get up. Somehow remind yourself, put it on your phone, put it on your calendar, leave a note, remind yourself to pause. Okay. Just take 10 seconds to pause And you can close your eyes or keep them open. It doesn't matter. But I just want you to uh, imagine your mind expanding out into the cosmos. And I want you to say to yourself, either silently or out loud, I live in a friendly, loving, supportive universe that wants me to be happy and succeed. I live in a friendly, loving, supportive universe that wants me to be happy and succeed. Even if you don't believe that, if you say it and you say it, eventually the universe will begin to behave that way. We don't have to understand how all this works, but it does. I call it sympathetic resonance. All right. Now, there are people who can help you with a very particular case. For example, um, in episode 11, if you go back and listen, I tell you how to contact people like Angela Moore. Who is my a great friend who's a psychic, uh, Bishop Brian Roulette. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I said roulette because I, <laughs> I talk too much about roulette, Wells. Bishop Brian Willette. And he is, uh, he's an exorcist. He's also a great friend, very trustworthy guy. And you've heard me interview him on this show. I, I, I'm sure. And, and then of course, don't forget about Dr. Mulder, man. Dr. Mulder, who makes the wishing machines. Uh if you if you want to contact Dr. Mulder all you have to do is just you'll find my website uh, you'll find my email address on my website and uh you can you can just shoot me an email and put in the subject line for Dr. Mulder and I will forward that to him and he may have a radionic solution for you as well. When we come back though I'm going to go over some really really simple techniques that anybody can do at home and these may be the ones that just click and connect with you i'm joshua p warren you're listening to strange things on the iheart radio and coast to coast am paranormal podcast network i will be back after these important messages
1: don't go anywhere there's more
0: strange things coming right up
4: So, mark your calendar this Thursday, May 9th, for the NYX Anniversary Sale. Get 30% off all leak-proof underwear, shapewear, activewear, and more. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X dot Don't miss this.
1: Thanks for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Make sure and check out all our shows on the iHeartRadio app or by going to
0: iHeartRadio.com.
2: Welcome back to Strange Things. On the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren. And this is the show where the unusual becomes usual. And like I said, personally, I'm a tool guy. I like things done fast and easy. I like to knock it out. Uh, I'd rather use my GPS on my phone or whatever than drag out a map and have to pay attention to it. I can do it either way but I like I like tools that will help me and that's why if I feel like that somebody's cursing me or I'm having a string of bad luck I go to the psionic dematerializer the bad buster or to the wishing machine and uh, if you go to my website of course you can find that stuff Make sure you get the real deal. There's a lot of ripoffs out there, as always. But look, maybe you want uh, a more organic thing. And so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to share some tips with you that I have come across that uh, are, are so simple, practically anybody can use them. And because everybody is different, my advice to you is to always think about like what connects with me what say to yourself what makes me feel comfortable which one of these methods seems like it will allow my mind to do what needs to be done in order to deal with this situation okay for one thing i recently got an email that i read which uh, mentioned a cool little technique that i don't think i'd heard about before Uh, a guy named robert had uh, emailed me and he was saying to stop gossip you can write the evil person's name on a slip of paper and then put it in a Ziploc bag full of water and then toss it in the freezer. And then as the water freezes, it just cools down that person's attitude until it's gone and they're locked and they're not going to hurt you. And I haven't tried that, but if that actually works you can, I think you could apply that to anything, not just gossip. I mean, try it out. Let me know. Email me if, if it works for you. If, if there's something that you don't like, you write it on a piece of paper, however you want to. I know it's going to probably mess it up when you put it in the water, but who cares? And then, uh, yeah, just freeze it. So that's a cool little tip. But all right. Here is what I, I do want to share with you that, uh, I think is, I don't know. These are some techniques that I, I think Feel like they might, they might work. Um, and actually, I came across most of this information at wikihow.com forward slash reverse a curse. How to reverse a curse. Okay. So here is, uh, one, uh, method that says take a salt bath. So you just put some sea salt, uh, and some baking soda into a hot bath, whatever temperature is comfortable for you. You don't have to be exact about anything. Just, you know, pour in, I don't know, two or three handfuls of salt. Maybe a sprinkling a baking soda. And then you visualize positive energy flowing into the bath. You visualize that. And then uh, you imagine a white light of positive energy filling that entire amount of water. And this is cleansing energy. And then if you want, you recite some type of a prayer or a spell before you get into the water. And you are asking for this negativity to be removed. So it says you might say something like, salt and water make me pure. Bring me now the perfect cure. Or your prayer might go like, dear God or dear goddess, thank you for taking care of me. I ask you to cleanse me of the negative energy that's been plaguing me. Amen. You know, something like that. It doesn't have to be exact. Then you get in for 30 or 40 minutes. And as you get in there, you just sort of sink down into the water, close your eyes, relax. Imagine a white light surrounding you. Think positive thoughts. You may even recite your prayer or your blessing again. And then when it's done, you get up, you wipe off, you say, thank you. And then you pull the or, or open the drain, and when that water is gone, it has taken all of your negativity with you, and you are fresh, you are clean, you are baptized, and the negativity is gone. Uh, here's another thing that a lot of people like to do, smudging your energy. And uh, they give it one example is to get a, a wand of selenite. You know what selenite is? It's S-E-L-E-N-I-T-E, selenite. Uh, it's a white rectangular crystal. And you can find these at like metaphysical stores or online. They say get one of these at six or 12 inches and start at your head and sort of sweep the the wand down from your head to your feet a few inches away, almost like you're brushing the negative energy away from you. That's a very, very simple thing that you can do. And then also when it comes to smudging, a lot of people like to light sage. I have never been a fan of how sage smells, but it's so highly regarded and so sacred in so many cultures that sometimes I get a product or something and it goes, no, you must use sage to cleanse this thing. So you get a little bundle of sage. Again, you can find these online metaphysical stores, whatever. Uh, you light the end of the sage and then blow it, blow out the fire so it's kind of smoldering. And then you wave it around your body in a similar way. And you might even use a feather to sort of sweep the smoke over your body. And again, start at your head and go down toward your feet. And uh, this is a time when you would want to also recite a, a prayer or, or a spell saying that, you know, something like, Earth, fire, water, air, be the answer to my prayer. Banish this curse and leave me pure. You know, or again, you could pray to your, to, to, to God, Goddess, please cleanse me of this negative energy. Amen. It doesn't matter. Okay. You're getting the message across. One thing that's very cool to play with is, uh, candle magic. So here's a, here's a very simple candle spell they talk about for, for removing a curse. Okay. So what you want to do is get some type of, uh, like a, let's say a glass bowl. Okay. I guess it doesn't have to be, but why not? Uh, some kind of a bowl that, um, I guess, yeah, I, I think it's, I, I think it'd be cool if it's glass so you can see what's going on inside. Um, just a medium sized bowl and you put uh, a little bit of water in it, just like a couple inches, and then get some kind of a candle. Any kind of a candle will work. It doesn't matter. Okay, And you want to figure a way to mount that can- candle on the bottom of the bowl. So I guess you could do that with some putty or who knows. It just depends on what your situation is. It doesn't matter. But you got this candle and this bowl with a little water at the bottom of it. And then, uh, you sprinkle a handful of salt into the water around the candle. You, you notice salt all, it often plays a role in these things because salt is a crystal and salt changes the energy of anything it comes into contact with, because that's what crystals do. They're transducers. You can use table salt for this Epsom salt. C- it doesn't matter. Okay. So then you visualize as you're, uh, as you stare at this thing for a little bit, you visualize white light sort of flowing in and you take some deep breaths and then you light the candle and you say your prayer or your spell, which again, it could be like earth, fire, water, air, be the answer to my prayer. Banish this curse, leave me pure. Or you could say, dear God or goddess, please cleanse me of this negative energy. I'm in and then after you do that you sit there and you watch the candle burn for a, lot, a little while and don't blow the candle out you don't have to watch it burn the whole time but you want that candle to burn itself out because it's going to burn down to the water and the water will extinguish it at that point you take the candle out of the water You could do this the next day or whatever and break it in half. And then you take the bowl with the water and the candle outside. You dig a little shallow hole and you bury the candle. And you know that when you're doing that, you're burying that curse. You're breaking that curse. And then you pour the water in a circle around the buried candle and, uh, And then you say the salt, uh, the salt may, uh, kill this curse or actually, uh, you say, uh, the, the salt will kill this curse. The salt will kill this curse. All right. That's it. And you're, and you're done. Last method I'll share here. This is, I think this is really interesting because, you know, I love, uh, playing with mirrors and, uh, Of course, you've heard me talk about stuff like the devil's toy box, but they say here you can make a mirror box for breaking a curse, but it's kind of a cool little technique they give you here. Uh, you get a small box like an alcoids or excuse me, uh, an altoids tin or a a cardboard jewelry box. You want to just be like a little small thing. Um, it doesn't matter what it's made out of. Just make sure it's, it's clean and. What you do is you want to buy a small mirror. But here's the, the trick. Do not look at your reflection in the mirror. Uh, okay, we're up on a break. When we come back, I'm going to tell you what to do with this mirror in this box. Then I'm going to give you an update on the results of an experiment that I've been doing with listeners of this show. And I'm going to read some really interesting emails uh boy the time just flies right by when you're having fun doesn't it so (laughs) uh, so much to talk about i'm joshua p warren you're listening to strange things on the iheart radio and coast to coast am paranormal podcast network i'll be right back
4: don't go anywhere. There's more Joshua P. Warren and strange things coming right up. So, mark your calendar this Thursday, May 9th, for the NYX Anniversary Sale. Get 30% off all leak-proof underwear, shapewear, activewear, and more. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X dot Don't miss this.
1: The Art Bell Vault never disappoints. Classic audio at your fingertips. Go now to coasttocoastam.com
0: for full details.
2: of this edition of Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren, and I know it sounds kind of difficult to buy a mirror without ever seeing your own reflection in it, (laughs) but, you know, if it's just a little mirror, like you might put in a locker or, I don't know, having a makeup kit, Maybe like, it, 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 once you see it, you just avoid looking directly in, into it. Okay. It's, it's not like you can't see the front at all. Just kind of avoid your reflection. And you get this little mirror. And if you need to, you can even put, once you have it, you know, put a cloth or something like that over top of it so that you don't accidentally see your reflection. And you glue this thing. On the inside of the lid of this small box or tin or whatever. You can use any kind of glue or tape. It doesn't matter. Just make sure you don't look into the mirror, they say. And next, you you go back to old school magic here. You put a representation of the person who cursed you in the box. So you figure out who you think cursed you. And you may not even know. But if you think you know, you you can use a photo of the person or a piece of hair or an item that belonged to them. You can make a little doll, a little voodoo type doll, or just write their name down. That's the simplest thing. A doll and a photo is pretty powerful, though. And uh so then... You, of course you, at that point, you uncover the mirror while you're not looking at it and you close the box. So the representation of that person is looking at the mirror and, and it's reflecting everything back onto that person. But that's not all. Then they say, after you close the box, place a black candle on top of it. You might even want to sort of melt the bottom a little bit. Uh, it doesn't matter what, what size the candle is, but you kind of like, uh, you know, you get it standing up on top of it. And then you say, uh, a spell or a prayer, uh, asking for the curse to be reversed. So you might say something like, sender of evil, menacing foe, after this spell, you reap what you sow. Or pray and say, I pray that you reverse this curse back to the person who sent it. Amen. And you're reflecting it. And that's a nice idea. And so then you light the candle and you let it burn out. And by, you know what, you're not sending out anything bad. You're just reflecting back. Uh, and, and anyway, so you light the candle and you let it burn until it goes out on its own. But obviously you don't want to leave the candle unattended. Um, and if you need to, you can also, um, use a jar to extinguish the candle, but you don't want to blow it out because if you blow it out, you'll blow your spell away. Okay. That's what they say here at wikihall.com. I like all this stuff. In no instance are you projecting anything negative. All you're doing is taking negativity and cleansing yourself of it or burying it or reflecting it back. And I think those are some pretty good simple tips for you if you're interested in, you know, how to deal with this situation. So again, maybe this is not you. Maybe you're fine, but now you know, uh, some things like, like I say, send this information, send this free podcast to somebody who might be dealing with such a thing. And it's probably not a bad idea to just at least do a cleansing bath, uh, once, once in a while anyway, right? Okay, uh here are some updates for you. <sighs> you know, people who subscribe to my free e-newsletter sometimes get to participate in experiments. And I do an experiment sometimes where I say, I'm going to go to a casino, and I'm going to go up to a roulette wheel, and I'm going to bet on either red or black. Because there is almost a 50-50 chance of hitting red or black. The reason I say almost is because there are two green spaces. On the wheel to help the house get its edge, but it's almost 50 50 to get either red or black. And so if you go up there and you spin uh, three, okay, okay, let's say you spin six times, then the laws of probability suggest that if it's about 50 50, it should be uh, black three times and red three times or some slight variation of that. So what I did is I took subscribers from the free e-newsletter and I would say, okay, I'm gonna go to the casino on this date and I want you to go take this little, you know, you get to vote. You put in your name and your email address and you vote, is it gonna be red or black? And then those who were correct would get to continue and I would narrow it down and Eventually get to a profit sharing position where if if I win, I'll share with whoever. Well, guess what? Out of all the people and you can imagine this show reaches millions of people all around the world out of all the people who participated in this. There was one guy who stood out. His name is John. He lives in Hawaii. And like I told you, if given what I said, you do red or black six times you would think it'd be kind of sort of three red three black maybe a green he got it correct six times in a row he is now making money from participating and this guy i'm going to keep on working with him and and let's see just like how accurate this guy is it's amazing i'll tell you more about him in the future but yeah, so now he so now I go to the casino and I call him up or or email him and I say so what what do you, what's it going to be? And he gives me his opinion and then I go and uh win money and send him some money. <laughs> That's the kind of cool stuff you can do if you participate in this show through my e-newsletter. So thank you John and uh, man, you're amazing. Uh, congratulations. I think you've given me an excuse to travel to Hawaii. On a working vacation. I've been looking for an excuse to do that for a while. Here is an email that I got from a lady named Suana, And her subject line says, brand new listener. Uh, She says, I am a uh, I'm a 66 year old woman. She gives me her full name. She says, I live in an apartment with my cat. His name is Malcolm, but I cannot sleep at night. Night terrors just wait for me. I never have pleasant dreams. Every once in a while I have a premonition. Premonition dreams when I sleep in the daytime. I have night lights all over my apartment for I cannot bear total darkness. It's not the darkness itself that bothers me so much, it's just the fact that I cannot see what could be using that cloak of pitch black darkness. Anyway, she says my mind tells me logically, you silly girl, you know you don't need to be worried about anything. So she says that sense of vulnerability, however, disappears when I draw on strength, for I'm a truly strong person and I listen to George Norrie. George Norrie and his guests until dawn. So even though he knows a lot. Mr. Nori introduced me to you when he casually spoke about your Strange Things podcast on the Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And since I didn't know what station your show was on, I knew I couldn't tune in to you on my radio, and so I just asked Alexa to play Strange Things Podcast with Joshua Warren, and she did, and now I have been binging on Strange Things the last two days during the daytime. I have never sent any emails, nor have I called in to Coast to Coast AM, but I felt compelled to thank you for your show and to tell you that you had my attention right away. Although your show is different from Coast, you engage my brain you are uh, just as thought-provoking as Mr. Nori. And now I have something to listen to during the daytime, too. At least until Alexa rolls through all of your podcasts. She does not repeat a show. And then uh, she goes on to ask me, am I able to listen to your latest shows on my PC? I don't know what time you do the show. But <laughs> well, th- thank you, Suana, And you know what? Welcome to the family. That is a wonderful email. Uh, and, uh, you know, this is why I keep doing this sort of thing. And so just in case you're in her situation, uh, ordinarily new shows are posted every Friday around noon New York time, which of course is about 9 a.m. Los Angeles time. So, uh, they're pre-recorded and then Tom Danheiser takes them, sends them off, puts them through the system. And then every Friday you can look forward to, uh, Hopefully a a new show if all goes according to plan. So on behalf of George and everyone at Coast to Coast AM, again, welcome and thank you for listening, Sawana. And now here we go, my friends. Let's let's bless us all, shall we? Take a deep breath. Close your eyes. Relax. Enjoy the good fortune tongue.